شيت فينا نقول باد وردز او يا نو بروبلم اخو منيوكي نو سنسر شيب اوكي ذس ازنت ال بي سي Hello everybody, <laughs> welcome back after a long hiatus to another episode of A Better Beirut. Samir here with Farah. Hi guys. We've got a friend of ours today, Bob. Bob from uh, The World Sucks. How's it going, Bob? Hi, Samir. <laughs> awkward. <laughs> I'm here too. Let's do an awkward silence just for a second. Yeah. <sighs> This is everybody like after months of lockdown meeting up with their friends, you know, just the shock of interacting with another human being. Yeah, you get socially awkward. Yeah. You can't talk, can't you? Yeah. Okay. My words Guys, are we going to talk huh? about what we're actually here to talk about? Which is yeah. the world sucks. Yeah, we figured that was a great way to start after, you know, 2020 kind of slapping everybody in the face a couple of times. So what is the world sucks? Do you want to walk us through that? Yeah. Well, first of all, the world sucks because that's the reality. <laughs> It does. <laughs> It really does. After everything that's happening in 2020... Uh, we're not an NGO, we're not a business, mm-hmm. we're not related to religion, mm-hmm. nor politics, and anti-politics. So even in the video, sometimes they say bad thing about politician, we remove them, they say good thing about Saura or whatever, it's apolitical completely. Yeah. So basically it's just a YouTube channel or a video channel that has the purpose of putting smiles on faces of people. So that's the first purpose. The second one is to try to change the world. How are we trying to change the world? Every time we choose a cause or a profession or a group of people and we try to make a video out of it. Yeah, so you, you try to make a video and your whole objective is just make these people happy make, right now in this moment. Right, make these yeah. people happy in the video. Mm-hmm. Then when we upload the video, we hope that our audience, they get inspired by the act that we did and copy us. Paid forward in a sense, or at least kind of feel like, oh, this is something easy to do. It's easy for me, and it makes somebody else infinitely yeah. happier, which is, I mean, when did you start this again, Bob? Uh, three months ago. Three months ago, and like sort of like the timing. Right before lockdown? It's not related to... Oh, no, 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 I know. Oh, no, I'm not, I know it's not related to any of it at all. It's just like the timing is, is funny just because more and more people have less and less reasons to be happy about That's, ex- that's right. It's just a pure coincidence. Yeah. The idea is I'm usually in my personal life. I'm a, an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. I opened five businesses. I won't go into them just no, no, briefly. No. Uh, and, uh, and I put myself a goal after five years of uh, opening my business. I'll try to do something good for humanity because mm-hmm. I got lucky in my business, lucky in my life. So I need to give back. So that's why I did it. So it wasn't related to Thaura event, no COVID-19. Just by mistake, it was at the same time. So one day I decided to just go into it. I sat down in my room for two to three days with a pen and paper and I started brainstorming how I'm going to try to do something good to the community to change the world. The problem is I'm very lazy. <laughs> join, yeah, sure. Yeah. You, join the club. You relate, right? Oh, 100%. So how can you be lazy and help people? It doesn't, doesn't work. It's not logical. So I started brainstorming. Maybe I'll do a homeless shelter. Maybe I'll do a business related to uh, cosmetics where we give profit. So I just sat down and sat down. Then I th- thought to myself, okay, why don't I, I film people? I film a good deed that I'm doing. I show it to people and hope that the audience copies me. 
So during these three days, I just came out with ideas and ideas and ideas. I got a sheet of around 60 ideas that have different budgets from uh, giving a small gift to buying a car. So usually when you brainstorm, you try to find the weirdest and the craziest ideas. And what's nice about videos is that there is no limit for uh, creativity. 100%, yeah. So you can do anything as long as you find ways to make money. Go ahead. Oh, no, it's okay. You were gonna, you're going to jump in, and I saw your face. <laughs> I wanted to ask, because you said something about being apolitical. Yeah. And a lot of the things you're highlighting have something to do with politics or something to do with the political situation getting them into that. How do you highlight things that are maybe, let's say, problematic in society without addressing politics? You just look at a cause, whatever it is, whether it's less fortunate people or taxis, and... Whenever they talk about politics, I just put, don't put them on the video. A lot of my videos have been taken by political website that, that said, look at the situation we're in now. Thanks, Daule. Thank you, the government, for this and so on. I just remove from my page every comments related to the, the politics. It doesn't matter what my personal op opinion is. It just matters that on this page, it should not be, reflect anything related to politics. It's only for people who want to help and for people who want to get inspired and smile at the way we're helping people. That, that's why. And we never mentioned anything uh, politics, even though a few of the videos that we, we can do can be a lot related to politics, where we can just bash any, any political party for what they're doing to this particular thing, but that's not what we want to do. So how do you draw the line? I, I've been contacted by a political party to do a video with them. I told them, I'm really sorry. It doesn't matter whether I believe in you or not. If you want to come as individual, you'll come as individual, but you can't repost the video on your mm. political party. Right. They didn't like it. Point. For any of our listeners who might not have seen or are not familiar with the videos, could you just walk us through one that's been particularly popular? Sure. Like, what happens? I'll, I'll start with the two most uh, viral videos we got. The first mm. one, it was the taxi video. Before this video, I filmed with a few of my friends uh, shots, but they didn't want to be the first one to get online. Even uh, I even filmed with our friend Nicola here. Oh yeah, he was in there. I yeah. saw him doing magic tricks. Our producer behind the scenes, guys. He knew about the project. He's one of the only people that know my identity. Because when I started, uh, I didn't even tell my parents what I was doing. Not didn't tell my friends. Didn't tell anyone. Every every time somebody recognized my voice, I tell him, okay, now that you recognize me, let's do something together. <laughs> By their silence. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's what you get. That's what you get for being. Now you have to Sherlock come be Holmes. a good person with me. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, so Nicola, he didn't recognize my voice because he was a friend of mine. I told him, look, I'm going to do this project and uh, I just want you to be with me to hear my, my ideas, give me your advice. Because when you start something new, something that's uh, helping people uh, related and something related to social media, you can get criticized so much. We get on the page so much criticism. Why are you doing good and filming it? Why are you showing faces? Why? Are, usually I just ignore them because the objective is to make a difference. Yeah. So the first video I ever did, uh, it, it's it's when I decide, okay, this is my idea, it's clear. Let me let me film this video. And every time I used to postpone, okay, I'll do it later, I'll do it another day. That, then just someday I was like, okay, if I'm not gonna do it today, I'm never gonna do it. So I just took two hours off my job and I went down to the street and I sat down uh, in Furnishib Bay, it's a road where there are a lot of taxis. I took down my cell phone, I started recording and I started asking taxis, hi, I have no money, can you take me as close as possible to Ashrafi? So this is the first idea we've ever made on the channel. And at first it was very, uh, it wasn't easy asking them, you know, because they were begging for a ride, asking for something uh, for free. It was very hard to do then. 
Uh, and then the first guy that, that, that took me in, I was like, really? I was shocked myself. Why didn't he take me? I told him I have no money. And even though I, I, I like I made up some kind of, uh, of story, oh, somebody hurt me and I lost my wallet. I can't walk a lot. I was giving excuses for the first guy. When I reached the fifth taxi, I was just asking them, hi, I have no money. Can I come with you? Because I felt that every single taxi was telling me yes. They've heard the story before, maybe. And this is not something new to them and it's something that they regularly do. I think that's, yeah, that's a surprise. That was the biggest surprise. That you didn't need an excuse. I didn't need an excuse. I just went up went to the taxi and told him I have no money can you give me a ride so when I got into the car and I was so afraid that they give a bad reaction I didn't even take one second like this is for you uh, directly I'd give them uh, 50,000 which at the time was better than now <laughs> what it is today yeah but sure and then they would ask me why why are you doing this why, why are you giving it to me because you're a good guy you took me for free and I want to give you a gift and I don't want anything in return just one thing it's like a pay forward thing for you to take another driver the next driver that you see you just take him in for free that's all I want from you so thank you because you're a good guy this is 50,000 for for you but Give me one person for free and tell that person what happened to you and let's hope to have a chain of positivity. And the feedback I got from this video was huge. It was the first video that we ever posted and it went super viral. So many people downloaded the video and reposted it. I don't know how many views it got. It's crazy. And one of the taxi drivers, uh, he sent me a voice note because he had my number. He told me, man, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'm not uh, he was such a good guy and he was so nice he was telling me what well, yeah man why would I wouldn't I take you for free I take you for free if you have no money that's how people should be and people liked his reaction so much that he got a million views on TikTok just his video alone <laughs> just that clip just that that only clip where he t tell me get inside get in the car and, and come for free so it gave him a lot of positivity he, he was proud of himself that people saw him as a good guy because he really is something for for our listeners uh, hopefully next week i'm going to contact him again uh, to celebrate the million views and to do a video with him as my uh, spy oh wow <laughs> that's something to look forward to for people who are not like you know looking at this and following it you know during this uh, service video the thing that shocked me the most and a lot of people asked me how did you get in for free is that out of 10 taxis i asked the 10 said yes it's crazy. Even one of them, he was like, you're playing something. I mean, how can you not have money? Can I be Sharan? He was telling me, no, there's no way that somebody like you has no money. <laughs> and even though that guy, he took me in and he took me for free and he was very angry. You know, he was looking at me like that. He felt something was fishy. And you can see his face changing to a big smile when he got the 50K and he realized that, that, that it was <laughs> He's like, I knew it. <laughs> He, he's like, I have to be a nice guy. I can't be an asshole, but why am I doing this, you know? Yeah, so that was the first video we've made. The second one we made was with uh, Nicolas. I told him, let's do a video together. And this video was very nice because we went to have lunch. We had fun together. And we ate a salad in a store, a main dish in a store, a coffee in another store, and dessert in another store. So we went to four outlets, different outlets. And the idea was, sorry, I can only leave you one Elf Lira tip, which was half a dollar. The reaction of those waiters was very nice. They were like, it's okay, don't worry about it. Then Nicola tells them, wait, wait, see, look at this 1,000. It becomes 100,000, which was the equivalent of uh, 60 bucks. Yeah, uh, yeah. Was. Was, unfortunately. <laughs> mm. Then um, there's a video that we did that really shocked me in a way that people are not used to getting help. So one of my friends, uh, Hussein, he's called Hussein, he told me, I know this is your voice. I told him, now that you know my voice, <laughs> come with me, let's do a video together. 
we went, uh, we were supposed to do something with the service, with the taxis, a continuation to the first video. Uh, but then it started pouring rain, rain, rain. And I said, okay, let's buy 50 umbrellas from small stores to help the economy, not a big store and give them out for free to people. Let's change their day in this way. Cause you can with $1, $2, make a difference in somebody's day. What was shocking is that most people didn't want the umbrella. We're like, take, take it, please take it. No, 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 I don't want we, You're under the rain, come on, just take it, it's for free. Whether it's not only girls, like I, I, I'd understand the girl not taking the umbrella because uh, maybe they think we're hitting on them or something, but even guys and old people, and, and even one of them is like, no, no, I don't need it. I, by force, I gave him, yes, you take it because he was working. He had a fruit cart and was, he was sitting under the rain. He was like, no, yes, you're gonna take it because you're working. Then we filmed him holding the umbrella while he was working on the, in the cart. So people are not using to, to have somebody just do something nice to them. Yeah, everybody's skeptical. Like, what do you really want? But yeah, people trying to sell stuff on the road, they'll give it to you and then say, hey, pay whatever you want. It's yeah. a sales tactic usually. So there is that index of suspicion a bit where like, oh, is this person generally trying to do something mm. nice? Or is it a sales tactic? Yeah, maybe yeah. Maybe that was it. Then during COVID-19 quarantine, we couldn't f film any videos again because there was uh, social, social distancing. distancing. It yeah. would be inappropriate to be out and mingling and, and spreading disease possibly, yeah. So we just decided to, uh, to, to do a post. Honestly, I didn't stay one day in the whole quarantine. I decided to go and volunteer personally uh, uh, to make a difference because there's no work, there's nothing to do. I'm not going to stay at home and, uh, and just watch TV. Let, let me help others. So, I, so we just put a post. If you, want, if you have extra food or you want to donate food to the elderly, we have a list of elderly people that are, that are in need and they can't go out of their house. So we just delivered food uh, during this period. Then we did a video to, uh, to encourage people to donate even more food and we were able to distribute around 500 uh, uh, food boxes for people with the, the help of donations and the help of, uh, of people that just gave us food. Uh, also during the quarantine, we did a concert in Ashafiye. Uh, we just came on the rooftop. We, we got a guitarist called uh, Peter Shusheni. He came uh, for free. He just liked the cause to, to raise awareness. And we, yeah, tried to, great. Yeah. we tried to raise awareness on food donations. It helped us also to do that. How do you keep doing these things and staying anonymous? Uh, because I, my face is not... Uh, visible on the camera. No, I know, but how do you... It's also very generic, look at him. Very <laughs> yeah. Generic looking guy. <laughs> Every person that sees me is like, I've seen you somewhere. Like, yeah, I have the face that everybody sees. Yeah, he's got eyes and nose. Pretty... Yeah, also during quarantine, everybody was gaining weight and I decided to lose weight. So I started jogging every day and jogging every day. And, and then I saw an old guy holding a piece of bread. It was a tortilla bread from a specific brand. I don't remember what the brand is. When I looked at him, he took a bread, the bread from the trash. When I look at, looked at this brand of bread, I, I, my heart just went over. I felt something very bad in me because one week ago I was like, okay, it's quarantine. Let me teach my, learn how to, uh, how to cook and I want to do burritos. So I bought tortilla, tortillas, but I, I let them so long without using them that they, they expired. And I just threw the bag as it is in the garbage. Then one week later, I see an old man searching in garbage with the same brand of, uh, of bread. When I saw this, I just couldn't hold myself. I looked at my, in my pocket. What do I have? I had 50,000 50, liters. And I just went to him and I told him, this is for you. Please just don't look in trash today. So the idea came out this way. I decided 
every time I'll go jog, I'll bring a bag of uh, food with me. I'll walk until uh, I'll walk until I find uh, uh, someone, somebody searching in trash for food, and give him the bag. Then tell him to go home. Most of them would tell me, I mean, thank you for the food, but but I need to search for for more food or to search for cans or plastic to resell them. Mm. I need to continue to do that uh, to to survive. Then I take a fifty thousand and I tell him, if I give you fifty k, would you do this for me to take a break? Just take a break today, go back home and stop searching in trash. And all these people, they told me yes. And that was the idea be behind this video, to give people a break. Because usually in most of my videos, whenever I give money to someone, uh, I never give it for free. I think that in life, nothing is for free. So even if you want to do charity, that's how I see it. Ask something in return. Why? Because it empowers the, the thing that you give. Because people, they feel uh, badly yeah. to take charity. So if you tell them, this is for you, but you do this for me. In exchange, me. do this. So yeah. they don't feel like you're just feeling uh, sorry for them. Yeah, that, that's the thing. So, so the thing I wanted in exchange for them is for them to take a break. Because everybody's sitting in their houses and complaining about how COVID-19 is, is uh, hard and it's annoying to stay. And these people, they wished they could stay in their house instead of searching in trash. So we just g gave them a break. So for this video, I decided since um, I have free time during COVID-19 to do a fundraiser. So we did the fundraiser on GoFundMe and we told in the fundraiser, this is our channel. We try to put smiles on people. And if you see the videos and you like them and you trust us, send us some money. We'll use them wherever you seem fit. So every person that donated, we asked them, please send us a message. Where do you want your money to go? Is it for small businesses? Is it for people eating in trash for the homeless? Please be specific. So half of the people, they saw the video of trash seekers. So they told us, please give it to the homeless and trash. And the other half were like, we love the videos just continue what you're doing. Uh, so what shocked me is that we didn't get such, it's, maybe it's not such a big amount, but the amount we got is a lot for somebody that doesn't show their face. They don't know who we are. There are no names. They just saw videos of a Lebanese guy or Lebanese people that are helping other people selflessly without asking anything in exchange other than for them to help someone else. Mm. So they didn't know our name. They didn't know anything about us. And we got around 15,000 euros uh, because of that. And were they mostly from locals here or people abroad as well? Uh, the thing is, when we did the fundraising, at first I we used to write a message. If you're in Lebanon, we'll pass by to take the money. If you're outside Lebanon, uh, this is the link where you can pay. Then we decided after one week, we decided not to take money from people in Lebanon anymore. If you're in Lebanon, just you do something. Yeah. Let's bring money from outside. Because when you bring money from outside, it helps. I mean, it's not such a big difference in the economy, but the idea is that every single Lebanese person living in Lebanon can make a difference around him like they can look at the videos that we do if you see someone searching in trash yeah give him the money yourself you don't have to look very far is what you're trying to say you know it's not so divorced if it's outside your door no and it's also like just do it yourself rather than passing it on to someone else to do it it becomes like normalized behavior yeah we should all just do that why do we have to wait for someone else to do it yeah i mean even if you're very busy and uh, and you don't have the schedule you can just on your way to work or, or on your way somewhere to, to do something. But also you can donate to other uh, NGOs uh, that help others. This video, the trash sinking video, it went super viral. I had to take one week off my job just to answer the messages, just to answer people how they can donate and what we'll do with the money because it's something new. It's not an NGO. Why would people give money to someone they don't know? So we got so many messages about where are these people? 
How did you find people eating in trash? I don't see them. Please give me their addresses. And we'd answer everyone the same thing. Those people aren't eating in trash. They're invisible to you and you're invisible to them. A few of them, before giving them the food bag or the money, I would just walk next to them. They don't talk to you because you're invisible to them because they came to a point where, okay, I look into trash, that's it. I don't care about the people around me. There's no shame in it because I have to survive. I have to survive. I don't care if they know my face or we become invisible to them and they're invisible to us. So we told everyone it's very easy when you drive, just look at trash. You'll see a lot of people, especially uh, not in the mountains. In the mountains, it's less, but in, in the greater Beirut and in big cities, you'll find a lot of them. Look around you and you can make a difference this way. We wrote in the caption, just keep a bag of food in your car. It will cost you $5, $10. And when, whenever you see one of them, just hand, hand out the food. And it's very easy. Most of them, they're afraid of you. One of the guys I talked to, I came to him and I told him, uh, hi, can I meet you, please? He got afraid. Like uh, he, he used to say, no, 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 no. I'm, uh, I'm, not, I'm not here for trouble. I'm just, I'm just passing by. I'm just, I was like, don't worry. I'm just, I just want to talk to you. I just want, want to have a discussion with you. Mm-hmm. Then it took, uh, I remember the recording, it was a 20 minute recording for him to get eased, for him to see that I wasn't going to come to hurt mm. him. So usually they're afraid of us. These are not the people that uh, steal or uh, are dangerous to you because, again, you're invisible to them. It goes back to what you were saying before, too, is just that people don't expect to be helped. They, they don't expect to be helped. That, that's exactly it. Yeah. Uh, so, so when we did this video that went super viral, the, the trash one, uh, there's a celebrity called Joe Malouf. He contacted me. Joe Malouf, uh, he he's known for his social uh, um, social shows on MTV. He used yeah. to work for MTV. A lot of television co- contacted us. Hi, we want to do an interview, and we tell them no, we don't want interviews. The idea why we're anonymous is that any Lebanese person we represent any Lebanese person. So any Lebanese person can do the same. Any human being can do the same. That's why who we are is not important. That's why people to know me is not important. This page is not made to gain fame or to gain money or to gain uh, anything related to uh, to personal gain. It's there just to inspire people to, to do the same, to, to do better. And to that's why we're calling him Bob, guys. Bob. It's just a name. I like Bob. <laughs> <laughs> so Joe Mahalouf came uh, with us. He told, he sent a message. Hi, I want to meet you. Or automatically, our answer was, uh, no, sorry, we don't want a TV interview. He's like, no, no, please. I really need to talk to you. Please let me know. Uh, contact me. So I, I contacted Joe Mahalouf and he told me, where are these people? I want to know. I want to learn how. Can I come with you? Give them money. And if you want, we can shoot a video together. Then you can use my audience to increase uh, your message, which is keep a food off bag in your car. Mm-hmm. And that's what we do. It was the first, uh, if you want, celebrity endorsement uh, that, that we got. Right. And, and I, I think you only did it because all your conditions were met, right? In terms of, you know, no branding, no visibility. It's just no a person. MTV, with, it's no a, nothing. It's, it's a person with a platform. Uh, yeah. He came as an individual. That's what I liked about him. He told me, I, I'm coming as an individual. I want. I understood your message that we're individuals, and I'm coming as an individual. That's why I was very happy to have him. And uh, some celebrities contacted us, but they don't fit. If you want the, the profile of the person that helps or. Uh, or, or the, the, the idea of individual, that's why we didn't do videos with, uh, with them. Uh, so, so since this video, um, we're very interested in helping other NGOs and other initiatives. Because again, the, the future of Lebanon, of making Lebanon better, are the people around us. Like Farah, she can do something every day. Samir, you can do something for someone every day. And it doesn't need to cost a lot of money. Uh, so then we got contacted uh, by Bala Walashi. It's a group of... Mm-hmm. Uh, 
you know them. It's a group of young guys that just give their time and give their money and uh, just to distribute food to the to the less fortunate. So they, they told me, please, we want to do an idea together. And I was more than happy to do it because I heard about them and I knew that they were not like this kind of big NGO that raises funds. So I was very happy to do it. And they wanted to do something with the homeless. So we, we discussed an idea together that was, uh, we're very afraid to do it. And it's uh, linked to a lot of criticism to bring one bag of food for two homeless that were sitting next to each other or for two people searching in trash. Like you're doing a social experiment on the homeless. What kind of assholes are you? You see, that that's the kind of... Uh, that's the reception that, you know, initially you would get, sure. That, that usually would get. But they were like, no, don't worry about it because we know these people and all of them are going to share. So we went to a group of... We went to like 10 of them during a day where they were distributing bags to, to the homeless. So, uh, so we spent a day with them distributing bad bags to the homeless, bags of uh, non-perishable food. And then every time we'd see two together, we'd go, sorry, I just have this bag. I'm sorry about that. Uh, it's the end of the day or we already distribute it all. And all of them, they were like, he can have it. You can have it or we'll share. There, there also was a fight for two people. No, you're taking it. They saw you first. No, there's no way that and we had to stop the fight. It's okay, guys. <laughs> Just thank you for sharing. Uh, we're going to give you each one of them. We gave 50,000 to each one of them because I had donations from people that wanted this money to go to the people seeking trash. Both of you will benefit from it. It was really shocking to see that people would share. For example, maybe if I was in their position, maybe I, maybe I wouldn't share. Maybe I would. I don't know if I have nothing. So the idea is that these guys, they have nothing and they're willing to share their nothing. Two things incredible happened during this video. One of the homeless, we were giving the back to one of the homeless, then there's a beggar that came. Here in Lebanon, there's something that most people should know. Usually these people that beg on the street, they're linked to maybe some kind of mafia. Or, or cartels or, or yeah, some sort of ring. Yeah, so ring, yeah. I'm not saying that, that they don't need the money, but what I'm saying is that unfortunately the money they get, they have to give it to someone. And if they don't get that money, maybe they'll be in trouble for that. That's why usually we don't like to help these not to encourage this behavior. So there were three homeless people, they're friends and they just live together. So we gave one bag for the three, they shared. Then the beggar came asking for money. And we were telling the beggar, they're sharing the food and they started putting food to give it to her. It's like, and he's giving you food. Can you take it, please? And she was like, no, no, I, I just want money. I want to go back home. I need money to go back home. So the beggar, he took out from his pocket. He had 6,000 liras. I, I remember this, like, it was crazy. He put back the 1,000 and he gave her 5,000 lira. He gave her most of the money he got. And when he gave it to her, he said, I got my food for today, so you can take it. It was crazy. It was crazy. When we saw that, I looked at the volunteer from Balawala. I, I can't believe this happened. It's not normal that this happened. This guy has nothing. And he still gave her because he got one bag of food for three people. When the, the beggar left, we look at the guy and told him, what did you do? Did you really do that? This is yours. I take a 50,000 and I give it to him. He start, he starts shouting. He couldn't believe, he never seen, he told us, I never seen a bill that big. I never got a bill that big because he's been on the street for, for a long time, maybe 10 or 15 years. And then he started crying and he couldn't believe his eyes. And we gave to every uh, homeless 50,000 and now we know where their location is. Food is being sent to them uh, on a weekly basis. Also during that day, uh, one of the volunteers car got uh, broke. It broke down? Broke down because uh, of gas. It, they okay. didn't have enough gas. We went to a gas station to bring him a barrel of gas. While we were waiting, somebody was helping him to, to fix the car and helped him put the gas inside the tank in the car. We noticed that this guy was homeless also. 
So we talked to this homeless guy and we and we told him, where are you living? He said, I, I live here. Do you, do you want a house? Because I had money to, to rent people's house. Can I rent your house? He's like, no, my son has a house. I can live with him. Why aren't you living with him? He told us the, the weirdest thing. I mean, he was so selfless. He told us that I don't want to live with my son because I don't want to be a burden for him because he has uh, three, four kids and he has to provide for them. And then if I live in the house, then I have to eat food from their plate. And my son, he doesn't have enough food to feed the family. So I just used my kind of negotiation skills. I told him, this is the only thing that you care for you to provide to your family. He told me, yes. I told him, I'll make a deal with you. We'll send you monthly food for a family, but on one condition, you go back home. When the food is sent, you take it. So that in this way, you will be the one providing for your family. Do you agree on this deal? He started laughing. He was so happy because we found him a solution because he was on the streets because he couldn't bring something to, to, to the family. So we found a solution for that. We'll bring you the food and just go back home. So sometimes you can just change someone's life very easily. You don't need to rent a house or to pay a lot. And this, this food cost us like uh, $200 for six months because, uh, b because Balawalashi, they get uh, very, very good prices because they're an NGO. So we, we use that. Uh, the, the homeless situation in Lebanon is very hard. Uh, every time I see a homeless, I ask him, do you want a house? A lot of them, they say, no, we don't want a house. We're, we're happy where we are because here we can see people. We can see, uh, uh, we can get food from people. We can get money from people and they're honest about it. So the, the only ones that want houses, these are in very bad condition. They've been kicked out and they, they haven't been on the street for, for, for a while. For a very long time. So For a very long time. So, so during this whole COVID-19 crisis, uh, we had to shift the, the kind of content, which was a good mood content, uh, uh, you, you know, interacting content, surprising people content, to helping the less fortunate and the homeless. Now the next steps are going to be shifting to the previous yeah, content. Did you think that it was going to become this? becoming what it has become now? We're growing very fast. And the problem with growing fast is that you can be overwhelmed by all the messages and the things happening to you. I took a week off my job to focus on, on using the donations and the money we got to help people in Lebanon. So did I think it was going to be this? I'm just doing it for fun, honestly. Instead of watching Netflix or going out with friends, I go out with my friends shooting a video like Nicola is like, instead of having lunch, a regular lunch, let's do a lunch with a video. Mm. So we'll make people happy. We'll use our money to, to make people happy and to try to create a chain of, of happiness. Have you done this sort of stuff before, before turning it into some content or turning it into a video, you know, sort of growing up or, or when you were a child or what did you kind of see when it came to charity work or is it, is it a big culture in your family? Well, what is it that kind of drove you to do this? Uh, if you can think of an incident or some sort of just background. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't come uh, alone, doesn't come innate. Usually when you're in a family that uh, helps others. I grew up uh, seeing my mother helping people, my father helping people. It's something that that was always present. I, I think most Lebanese families, they are used to helping others. So it's something in our culture. So that's nothing new. Uh, but the, the thing about the surprising effect and to surprise others, I used to do it maybe once per three months or four months, uh, just to see the reaction of people. Because you can give a gift to someone, it's nice. Or you can give a gift to someone and surprise them with it. It gives a totally different uh, approach to that person. And it can change their day even can change their month. Uh, for example, um, th there's a plat du jour place. Uh, this was the hardest thing I had to do in 
in this whole channel. Right. I went to a, a restaurant mm-hmm. and I told them, what's the daily dish? They told me it's mjadra. I told them, okay, can I get one? But wait, before, before you give it to me, I have to tell you I don't have money to, to pay for it. And the guy in, in front was, was a bit weirded out. What do you mean? Like, you pay tomorrow? No problem, pay tomorrow. I was like, no, I left my job. Mm. and I can't pay it for you. By the way, I wasn't lying because I left my job. I have my own business. But uh, yeah, Technically, you were lying. <laughs> technically, you weren't lying. Yeah. And then he told me, like, he was very shocked because if, if you see someone that's 30 years old and tells you I don't have money, you're like, okay, just go work, whatever, man, but don't beg. Yeah. So I told him, if you can't give it to me, I'll, I'll be happy. He was confused because he's a bit older than me, like in the 40s. And then his wife came and he's like, خلاص, just give it to him. If he's asking, it means he needs it. And she gave me the, the, the dish and then she prepared the salad. And uh, she, I told her, no, no, don't give me the salad. I said, yes, yes, you're gonna get the salad. You're gonna get the full experience of our store. She gave it to me. I told her, thank you very much. What's your name? Doesn't, she told me, it doesn't matter my name, kind of what I do to others. Yeah, yeah. Well, taste of your own medicine. Taste of my own medicine. <laughs> then I came out and I felt so bad. I, I thanked, I don't know, God, the universe, whatever you want to thank, that I never had to beg for food in my life. It was one of the hardest things I've ever done. Even the food, I didn't eat it. I found someone random on the street. I told, him, I told him, did you have lunch? No, this is for you. Can you please have it? And then for two days, I was like, okay, please, please, let's just go do the video. I had a guest uh, with me. It's, uh, she's called Lama. It was sitting on your heart, the whole experience. It was yeah. sitting on my heart. It was like, okay, please, I just want to go and buy, buy all the food they have because the idea was like, they give us a free meal. We'll go on, on the second day to buy all the food that they have and distribute it to people to kind of advertise their store. Well done. So I waited two days. And I would call my guest uh, for the video. Where are you? Come on, let's do it. I just, it's like, don't worry. Don't worry. <laughs> I'm coming. I'm coming. We're, we're going together one day or another it won't matter and also she wanted to come but she had a full-time job that's why she, right. she couldn't so when we came back during the weekend we bought everything and uh, and it was such a great day because we just bought their food they were shocked they re- he recognized me directly he was like, oh you're that <laughs> asshole that came and g- you know you know they had an argument that night you know he got into trouble for, <laughs> for y- thinking y- twice you know what kind of argument they got then they, they gave us the backstory yeah. uh, the lady even though I stayed one hour, just I just sat down and I stayed around one hour shocked about what happened. How could they give me free food without knowing me? And I'm 30 years old, like just go work, just do something. The argument they had was the wife didn't tell her husband. She saw me get into my car, which is not a, a cheap car. So it's an average car. And she, and, and she told me when we came on the second day, on the second day I felt so bad. I wanted to kill you so much because you came and take f- took food from us. Then I saw you get into your car. It's like, why do you have a car if, if you come and uh, beg for food? Then, then when you came and did this video with us, I was like, okay, now I understand why. So she didn't tell her husband because her husband would have been so pissed that he'd been <laughs> ripped off. Like you two walking into your freaking whatever in front of him. Like, let me walk into my Lamborghini right now. Thank you for the meal. Thank you for the meal. <laughs> yeah, she felt betrayed for two days. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? what, what That's you, why you felt like shit. That was it. And for you like didn't two know. days, she didn't help anybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and maybe her negative aura affected me in, in this way. Oh, I don't, I don't. Yeah, I don't doubt. <laughs> Absolutely, man. You put some vibes out there, and <laughs> it all got muddled up. 
But, but, but you know, the positivity they had, she told me after you got the food and was pissed at you, I still was happy because on the second day we sold a lot of uh, food. So I was like, okay, it's okay. He stole one dish from us, but we had a good day. So even then this couple, they were so positive. So we went, we bought everything. It was such a great day and, and they were so happy. They were getting, it's a small store. They don't know what social media is. Like they just put their dishes and they got, uh, I don't know, maybe around 50,000 views for this video advertisement. Which is a lot client. of people coming in and eating and having their meals. And it has that positive effect of promoting people who are trying to get by and, and start something for themselves. Yeah, I, I feel that helping small businesses like that is better than, than kind of helping the homeless because when you help a business grow, they can hire people. And when they hire people, it helps the, the economy. That's why we're trying to shift our next videos uh, to, to that. One of the videos that, that was the most emotional was an interview video. There's a group called uh, Libantroc. By the way, you should do an interview with her. Libantroc is a platform where uh, people just help each other. I'm friends with the, the owner. I met her. I just sent her a message. I'm like, this is my page and I love your group. I'd like to, 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 to do a video with you. Uh, we did a video where we interviewed people. She chose the people from her group, people that are willing to work anything to survive. Most of them, they had no money to pay for rent, no money to, to bring food to their children. And we called them. We told them there's a job interview without telling them what the job was. And they all showed up, they showed up on time. And during the interview, they was like, I would work anything. She was like, uh, do you care about the the, the, the dawem, the, the work working hours? hours? The working hours? Like, no, I don't care about the dawem. Uh, would you work as a natur, as a concierge? Mm. Yeah, why would I lie to you? I'll be willing to work like this. It's better than being on the street. Mm. Then, then I just come up to them and tell them, I'm sorry, but there's no job. This is your rent. Uh, this is money for you. And most of them were shocked. And then the, the owners from Liban Troc, the owner and the volunteer, they, they cried every time. It was so emotional because the reaction they had, they were one of them before coming, uh, she told us, and if I don't pay rent, after she got the money, she told us, do you know, if, if, I, if I don't pay rent, uh, I'm going to get kicked out this month. Another one came by foot from Anteliers to Ashrafi. So he had to walk for, uh, I don't know, one hour and a half. And I told him, are you going back home by walking or are you going to take a cab this time or a service this time? I was like, I'm so happy I don't have to, 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 come, back home, to come back home walking. And the objective of this video was to tell people to stop uh, job shaming. Because here in Lebanon... Yeah. We have a lot of job shaming. There's Somebody a stigma on, on certain roles or doing a certain job. Yeah, sure. I mean, a, a job's a job, whatever the job is. And the problem about people getting these kinds of job is the job shaming that comes with them. Yeah. Uh, whenever there's a post for, I'm looking for someone to help me carry stuff, I'll pay uh, 30,000. Okay, even if it's not enough, it may, some people might be interested in this money. Don't job shame. So that was the purpose of it. And the second purpose was to put their CVs online and any person that because they're hard workers and they really want to people work. People would see that, yeah. People would see that. And uh, we sent around the 35 CVs of these people. They would like, I want this guy, I want this girl. I found a Natur's house for this guy. And uh, so and so they got jobs. I'm not sure if they got jobs yet because the video was uh, published last but week. But there was interest. There, there was a lot of interest. That's, and that's one great. of them, his dream was to work at a big restaurant like Roadster and Babel. So everybody started tagging Roadster and Babel. And on, on the second day, they told us, please send us this guy's CV. It's his dream to work for our brand. Uh, if, if it's his dream, let's try to make it happen. So, so he has an interview this week and hopefully he'll get the job because he was very motivated. I mean, someone like that should get a job. 
I don't care about the work hours. Uh, uh, I'll work anything. I'll do anything. So people like that should get a, get a yeah. job. So we hope that he gets a job and we'll go surprise him. Uh, and it'd be uh, it'd be great to hear the success stories afterwards. Yeah, yeah. A, fo- a follow up stories. We, we try to do that. Show how how we rented houses. We put some pictures about how we rent houses for the homeless. Mm-hmm. How this person is feeling better. How this uh, how the Plat du Jour place, uh, the restaurant place, got new clients uh, from it. But uh, we don't really need to do that to show that because when you have so many views on the videos, you it know, it speaks that, for itself. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Individuals will make a difference. That's what I believe. We're stronger than the government. We're stronger than NGOs. We're stronger than anything related to political parties. Individuals, they can make a difference in your surroundings. Like you said, that, that's how, how it's supposed to, to be. And um, I think the world is shifting. I think we're kind of, you know, experiencing a, cultural uh, movement we have to out of necessity you know we, we've been sort of indoctrinated into this very heavy capitalistic mindset and we're finding out right now when with the cards down it's not working out for the greater good so i think we have just two ways to go we're either going to pull together and make this happen or or not and that's up to you as a person and not yeah not someone else for the you. big you like each yeah. each one yeah Uh, and what's very surprising is uh, you, usually when you see, sorry, what's very surprising usually what you see in movies is when there's a pandemic or apocalypse, human beings they just go crazy and start hurting each other. It's not the case there. Uh, people are just helping out. You know how many initiatives there are in Lebanon? So many of them preparing daily mich- meals, uh, distributing food. And I tell all these initiatives to to contact the page, and we're there for them because this page is made to shed light on them. To show the activities they do, uh, sometimes it might not work because when you want a video to to go viral, you need to have a concept uh, for it. You can't just show people distributing food on, uh, even though it's the best thing that you can do. Even though that these are the heavy workers, uh, what we do in the world sucks. It's just shooting a video. It's like it's like nothing. Showing them, just showing. You're showing and 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 not having to take lead. And I like the fact that usually when someone says the world sucks. It's got like a a full stop at the end of it, but in this case, it's like okay, the world sucks. And Let's then, make it let's better. Let's do something. And then yeah. what? Yeah. yeah. Okay, guys, thank you so much for listening. We're back on the air. Please tune in for the next episodes that are coming soon. Ish. And take care. Uh, and follow the world sucks or it's what is it? The world sucks. Lb. We'll we'll have all on the links YouTube. on the thing where you're clicking to listen to this thing, and it'll be great. And uh, I want to say something to your audience. The first person that sent us a message, I heard you on a better Berry route. We'll try to invite them to do something together. There you Boom. go. There you go. And if you like what you're listening to and you want to help us out just a little bit, we have a Patreon. You can go to patreon.com slash a better Beirut and put in a little donation. And thanks for listening, guys. See you next time.